We know the Easter weekend is fast approaching. The month of Ramadan follows suit thereafter. Uh, concerns, of course, has been raised that both religious events could be a super spreader event, which may trigger a tide of new COVID-19 infections in a couple of weeks from now. Months, a third wave of COVID-19 is also predicted to hit South Africa, but as yet, academics don't know exactly when or how this deadly virus will be um, will be spread, or if it will be even. So, Dr. Sadi, current chief operations on the Western Cape Department of Health, he joins us online. Uh, Sadiq, salam alaikum. Shukran so much for joining us on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Is there a genuine concern? Well, salam. Yes, there's definitely a genuine concern. Um, particularly, as you said, uh, Gulam, with Easter and Ramadan coming up, and we know people are going to be gathering, we know people are on holiday as well, um, and obviously that's a uh, risk for super spreader events. And in fact, if you recall, we've seen this uh, last year as well. We remember when we had, that was more or less the same time, in fact, when we had that incident at the pub in the southern suburbs um, and other places like that. So we are actually very worried about this. Have you had any consultation or talks with other role players here in the Western Cape? Uh, yes, we have. We've begun some consultation with some of the different uh, religious bodies, and we're obviously trying to get the message out via, via those bodies the, to the various communities. Um, we're also obviously putting out some public messages. We'll be doing some, some more radio shows, um, some, some uh, information today as well that's going to come out via the Digicon. So we're trying to get the message out to people to to gather safely. I mean, I think there are basic things that can be done, you know, when one gathers. So, for example, I mean, you don't have to, if it doesn't have to be indoors, you can do it outdoors. Keep it small. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, don't have big, big gatherings and obviously observe social distancing and the normal practices. Mm. Salam Sadiq, just in terms of, you know, what we, the news we received yesterday with regards to the Ministerial Advisory Committee there by advising the NCC with regards to, you know, going into a possible level two lockdown ahead of the Easter weekend, just to sort of, you know, assist and, and as a precautionary measure as well. Perhaps, you know, your thoughts around this. Yes, look, we, uh, other countries in the world, and that's, that's actually good advice because from other countries in the world and the experience that we've seen with second and with third waves, in fact, has been to, 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 to in fact try and do some sort of increased level of lockdown ahead of big public gatherings uh, or big holidays mm-hmm. at least. Um, and it does help because obviously people are then more conscious of it. But as you know, the regulations are then tightened in terms of numbers of people who can gather. And those are actually all from a public health perspective. Those are all good good measures. Obviously, one must consider and weigh up difference like the economy and people must work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but from a public health perspective, those measures have been shown to be effective. Of course, we know Easter is coming up. And like Ulam alluded to, you know, a few minutes ago, Easter is coming up. Ramadan is coming up as well. And there are there are great concerns. I mean, some are just lax about it and others do have valid concerns with regards to these are times when many communities, you know, gather en masse um, for prayer, for worship, etc. I mean, last year we knew during Ramadan we were not able to access um, our places of worship. And of course, this year, everyone's really looking forward to the nightly tarawih prayers, etc., so in terms of the Western Cape Department of Health sort of, you know, having discussions, um, advising uh, religious groups, in particular the, within the Muslim community, who have you been dealing with and what have been some of the outcomes thereof? 
Well, sure. So at the moment, we obviously we've got a group that advises the Muslim Judicial Council, and we're talking amongst ourselves, you know, in terms of what that advice could look like and should look like. We've still got a couple of days ahead of Ramadan, and um, obviously I'll be speaking again a little bit more to the MJC uh, through through our we've got a through this group that uh, advises them, and uh, hopefully we'll get the message out to the Muslim community uh, ahead of Ramadan. Um, and just to you know, when we observe that a week at night, there are ways in which it can be done safely. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, uh, and, and you know, a number of mosques have cut you in there, but a number of mosques have already been putting in place such 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 measures and I mean that's encouraging. I just want to say shukran to the to those mosque committees and and, and, and the Imamat who have been doing that. Indeed. Now, with regards to, you know, other places, and I say places I'm speaking about, I mean, we were told, you know, during the week in terms of the Mitchell's Plain Hospital, for instance, you know, there was an outbreak that was that was managed there, managed to curb that particular possible outbreak. You know, when you hear about things like that, you can't help but feel a bit anxious. And especially what we went through with the second wave, we're speaking now about a third wave. You know, how are we dealing at this point in time with these possible outbreaks? Definitely, and I mean, that was a, a concern for us. Luckily, we were able to contain that. It was an outbreak at the psychiatric hospital. Um, at the moment, we have, um, at the Mitchell Spain Hospital of Hope, our current admissions are 41 patients, the majority of whom were the psychiatric patients that came as a, as a result of, of that outbreak. But at the moment, we hear about outbreaks like that, and there have been smaller outbreaks in other pockets um, across the, the Kanga province and, and um, the Western Cape province. But at the moment, we hear about an outbreak like that. Our teams on the ground go in there and we try to rapidly, as rapidly as possible, contain the outbreak so that it obviously avoids becoming a super spreader event like with the Mitchell Psychiatric Hospital. Luckily, we've not had any further cases at the hospital. And so we're confident that that's now been, been contained for us, luckily for us. But there are other outbreaks that we, and we do this right across the province. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dr. Sadiq Karim, thank you so much. Before we go, just in terms of those vaccines that are heading into the Western Cape, I think we're, we're told just over 12,000, um, you know, closer or in about a month's time or so. Perhaps just an update in terms of the vaccines and especially going into phase two. I think everyone's looking forward to that. I mean, we've seen um, the execution of phase one, especially with our healthcare and frontline workers. Phase two, I mean, what are we looking at? Sadiq, are you with us? No, we've lost. Okay, so that was Chief Operations um, Officer of the Western Cape Health Department, uh, Dr. Sadiq Karim, speaking to us this morning, um, just in terms of, you know, ahead of Easter, Ramadan, and being possible super spreaders. Oh. But they don't need to be super spreaders. They don't. If you and I mind our... Business? No. PPP. There we go. Personal protection behavior. Yes. That's the one. Yeah.